Hello, and welcome to a unique and exhilarating episode of the 2% Solution Podcast. Today is not just any episode. We're thrilled to have a special guest, Maurice Dibadou, the creator and innovator of the Life Inventory Assessment. This episode will dive deep into the essence and impact of this groundbreaking tool, which has been transforming lives in all domains, from personal well-being to professional growth. Join us as we explore with Maurice's expert guidance how to effectively utilize the life inventory assessment to elevate every aspect of your life. You're about to discover insights and strategies that are not only educational, but truly life-changing. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with anyone on a self-improvement journey. Let's begin this transformative experience together right here on the 2% Solution Podcast. Perfect. That is a perfect question. And the way that you said it, the wheel, like why recreate the wheel? The wheel of life is not something new. It's been around for a very long time. Even back, if you look at indigenous cultures, right? We've gotten the four quadrants. And then as we advanced and evolved in life and had more things to take care of, the wheel of life, which is typically represented by relationships, finances, health, there's usually about seven categories in what I would call the more evolved wheel of life Mm. that many people, I think, in personal development would be familiar with. Mm -hmm. So like, why reinvent it? Why go deeper? Why have 13 categories? Really great questions. For me, it was around completeness. Like this Mm. was a, this has been a journey of 20 years of self-reflection and personal development. And every time my wife and I would go and look during our retreat, look at our lives, it'd be like, what are all the facets that we are managing that we're thinking about? And if there was a facet that wasn't quite complete in that initial wheel, and it felt still important enough to stand on its own, so not quite complete and important enough to stand on its own, then we would bring it to the forefront. We'd say, okay, that's another category. And so part of the why is the power of focus. One of the books in my earliest influence, The Power of Focus, we are living in, I think, most of us have privilege. It's truly a privilege of living an abundant life. Mm-hmm. An abundant life means, right? It's not only those seven categories, but most of us are dealing with a lot more different than seven roles, mm-hmm. right? Where we're thinking about our spirituality, perhaps we're thinking about our extended family. We're thinking about our mental and emotional health now, our physical health. So all these different categories of life and the abundance that we're living. And what happens in that abundance is we get quickly overwhelmed. It's an overshock to the system, to the brain. And we're just like, whoa, I don't know what to do or what to think about. Or so we just slow down. And when we slow down and say, okay, let's like take a bird's eye view of all the roles. Mm. And for me, 13 is what felt most complete. Someone could be going through a life review. They could add more. They could just ignore some of them. It doesn't really matter, but it's about slowing down and getting that bird's eye view of, okay, what are all the roles that you're actually playing? Mm -hmm. And then the power of focus is looking at each one of those roles and asking these questions Mm. and not just asking like the one question, how happy do I feel right now? That's a great question. And it's in the assessment. 
fantastic question. And it's not nearly deep enough. It's like, how happy are you? Great. But what else is going on and why? What's going on under the surface of that happiness or lack of happiness? And that's where these other four elements come in. So why? While we were going through it, it wasn't, it was never enough for us to know if we were happy or not. Generally speaking, you already know that. Right. The real power comes in asking that question and then boldly moving towards it to say, why? Mm. And that's where it's, and what else is happening underneath the surface? So for every one of these life categories, we ask five essential questions. We call them the well-being measures. And it's, are you happy? Right? And then each one of these are on a scale. And then it's, oh, great. Let's check in on how capable you feel in this Mm -hmm. category of your life. Do you feel totally capable or totally incapable? Whatever the answer is, always with extreme care and compassion. This isn't a point to go in and have harsh judgment into how you're living. It's a point to go in like an explorer with like extreme above keeping amounts of love because this is what's really needed to say, okay, how capable do I really feel about Mm -hmm. creating the love relationship that I want, about creating the financial? And then you rate that. So that's one of the other categories. The third one is what's your time alignment? We all have one infinite or no, (laughs) not infinite source of time. That's right. I wish the other. (laughs) We all trade it, right? So when we're trading it, uh, uh, how do you feel? Is that the right amount of time for you when you're going through your day, for your life, for your age and stage? Without judgment, is that right for you? You take that self-analysis. So that's time alignment. Next is presence. Presence is a really nice gauge. It's like when you're doing the thing, are you in it? Hmm. And with the beautiful distractions of technology and and everything else around us, it can be really easy not to be in the thing that we're doing. Right. We're constantly getting pulled. So just check in. Hmm. How present are you in all those categories? When you're in it, are you in it? Hmm. And then one of my one of my favorite questions at the end. This is usually missed in most assessments. It's so important. It's, it asks uh, the user to check in with their body. God, that's great. The body, right? That's, body scans are just, oh my gosh. What a great way to become extremely present for the moment, right? Yes. And the body has such inherent wisdom. And we, really we usually find the blind spots. We find a lot with this question. Yeah. And the question says, check in with your body with each one of these categories. Bring this category to your mind and then check in with your body and do you feel positive and lifted? It's a somatic skin. Mm-hmm. Lift. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And then, or do you feel negative and heavy? And you automatically know if you feel heavy. Oh, it hits man. you, right? You know it. Totally. Oh my gosh. Like that, it's funny that and I'm just going to just interject here. That, that term is a term that like even in my men's group, we often use that in our WhatsApp feed, right? If you're experiencing this moment of just, Oh, the best way to describe it is just heavy. You just feel yeah. way down. You feel like Atlas shrugging, trying to hold yes. that world up on our shoulders, right? Totally. And, and it doesn't feel like there's a lot of reprieve and the lower back starts to hurt. It's like, hey, can somebody help me lift this, please? And, and that's sort yeah. of how we look at it amongst this sort of brotherhood or this uh, mentorship community is, is really how do we invite support? Because, hey, as men, I'll, I'll be the first to own this. It's asking for help's never been one of my strong suits. I'm working on it. 
but it's yeah. not one of my strong suits. And as such, having a, a way to describe those moments when we feel overwhelmed or under pressure or heavy, it's yeah. nice to know that can be related and, and other people can instantly get it and empathize and then support. So I, I appreciate that your tool emphasizes that because I find that is something that obviously a lot of the other tools, which are, they're great for what they are. They're just out of date with how we've evolved as a species and, and especially just that, that global consciousness now is much more aware of these conversations and these aspects that make us up, right? Anyways, thank you. Thank you for adding that. Keep going. Keep going, Maurice. No, it's it's a, it's I'm great. so glad you, you interjected yeah. with that yeah. segue because one, yeah. of the, one of the important parts about this tool, the, I created it for our own use so that right. we knew yeah. what's going on inside. We could make That's it right. present, conscious, then we had yeah. planned for it, set goals around it, create a beautiful, fulfilling life that was in alignment with our values. Love it. So to bring this out to the world, and I love that you shared the men's group because mm -hmm. like men particularly, but I think society, honestly, even as a greater whole, we're not particularly taught, particularly mm -hmm. as soon as we get, we start to get untaught how to mm -hmm. properly express our emotions. Yeah. As, so we're not taught to, to express what's really going on. And this tool like guides that. And so particularly for the guys, when you're done, you get this life map yeah. that shows exactly how you're living. And it's got some guidance there to help you resonate with how to express it. And then when you bring it out. Yeah. yeah when you bring I was that gonna ask you to explain the guidance piece, but just, we'll come back to that. But just, I'd love to talk on that. Like, how do you actually take what you learn? And then start to make some shifts with it, right? Because yeah. I think that's the one thing. I see so many people do wheels of life and other assessments. And then we get like this score, or this rating, or, or an idea of where we're at. But then it's, okay, well, now what? <laughs> it's like, what now? This is great, but what does it mean? Yeah, thank you. P please keep going. Yeah, no, perfect. Because the, and, and that, that does differentiate this mm. tool and assessment from others is that yeah. this isn't, I don't know if Maxim is still a magazine, but. You know, hey, yeah, I'm not sure, not but I remember Maxim that magazine. when I was in my 20s, man. I remember that yeah. magazine. Yeah. It's not a medicine magazine assessment or you go <laughs> and you, it takes you five minutes to go and you get this response right. and then it goes away. Like this tool is really for the person that's ready to look mm -hmm. like they're, they're committed and it's like, it takes about 15 minutes to answer the questions. Right. And today's attention span. So automatically, so like the listeners that, that might be listening to this automatically, that might eliminate a whole ton of them because yeah, 15 right. minutes, where do I have that? But man, 15 minutes is still less than 2%. Sure. Less than 2% of your day. You're right, so, man. That's 1%. That's even better. <laughs> 15 minutes taking the assessment and then the other 15 minutes really looking at the results. Yeah. It's best when you have a coach because like your coach can really kind of un un unpack them. But if you're committed to go in and look and read the guidance that is there. So in each life category, basically they show up as bubbles on a life map and the bubbles will, will fall into quadrants based on their level of fulfillment and priority. Hmm. A lot of technical jargon to say they can click on something in their life that they have an interest in you know, they know they want to examine more deeply they yeah, click on that bubble and boom the this beautiful a graphic comes up 
It shows how they answered questions, the, the questions on all the well-being measures. And then Great. it's got self-directed coaching notes based on how they uh, answered it. It's, oh, hey, love it. this might be happening for you. Does it feel like this? Here's some activation considerations. So if somebody did nothing else but <clears throat> took a notepad and a journal, offered themselves, first of all, pardon me, <clears throat> first of all, care and compassion. Yes. Said, okay, I'm going to look at this, not with harsh judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> and then they went through the results, read the guidance, and just resonated. But what resonates with me? What actions could I take? What could mm-hmm. I learn? That's taking awareness to moving into activation. Love it. How, how did you and your wife then? So obviously, this has been developed for the last couple of decades into where it is now, which is a beautiful platform and tool that's uh, readily accessible to, to pretty much anybody and everybody. And I, I love the fact that you and I connected on LinkedIn because I'm always looking for unique tools to better allow me to support my clients and my communities. And uh, when I saw this and you gave me the, the walkthrough, I was like, oh my gosh. Not only do I want to help people with this tool, I want to do it, man. I, like personally, I want to do it for my own clarity and confidence in what I'm, what does next year look like for me? Especially as I'm spending now, as we get closer to the end of the year, 2024 is in sights. And I love doing these types of things usually to end a year, but also to start a new year because I find it so beneficial as far as setting up my expectations for myself and being realistic with what's actually possible or not. And, and also, I'm a big believer, what's the weakest link? If there's 13 points of assessment here, well, which was my worst or my two worst? How could I improve those two? Because we always like to do the stuff that we're good at. That's the thing, like being a, a coach and a trainer for almost 30 years, I've never got a problem when clients see movements that they like to do. Like, oh, we got bench press today. Yeah. And the clients get all excited. I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. But, you know, we really got to do some pull-ups too. And like, oh, pull-ups. Ugh, I don't like them. I'm not very good at them. And so we always like to do the things that we feel good at, right? And, but yet we avoid the stuff that we don't feel good at. And then we wonder, why don't I get better in those areas, right? And we, we feel frustrated around that. So. Um, I, I really appreciate this. And I, I was wondering, maybe you could share with your own personal story when, when you started taking this assessment, how, how did you implement to begin with? Let's just talk about story of the first 12 weeks after you learned this information. What was like, because I know this is a tool that you use and reuse regularly, which makes total sense because our lives change, we change. So our assessment scores and results will change. But, you know, specifically for you, when you really started to leverage this in your own life, what were some of the changes you noticed right away? Yeah. So that the how, yes, so yes, awareness to activation. And we like, so when I say we, I'm, it's the context of my wife and I do right. our retreats together. Yes. Um, yes. You don't have to have a partner. You could have a partner, but so when, when I say we, that's the context. And it's not uh, the royal we. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. So we always had a blind for activation. This yeah. wasn't like a curious journey that we're going to go look at things. And so our activation commitments, mm-hmm. and it helps to have an accountability partner. So whether it's a coach or a right. life partner or whatever. So when we go through, we actually had our categories yeah. listed out. And then questions like, what is your ideal vision for this category in this year? What are your commitments based on what you know? and so we would do that with all, and once a year, we look at all 13 categories. And then typically based on, like you mentioned, find the weak spot. Yeah. Especially now that we've been doing it for so long, 
we kind of really kind of end up keying in our one or two areas of focus mm-hmm. where we say, hey, let's like, I'm really focused on this right now in my life. And again, that focus brings momentum. So yes. it's, what am I focused on and what are, what's my vision? And then what are my commitments? And then another major part is what supports do I need? Mm-hmm. We actually have a question for each other that as we go through and share, it's how can I support you in this? Wonder. And it's like that dialogue happens. So there's kind of a, there's, there's a, like actually a conscious and a deliberate commitment, the person to themselves and what they want to do. And it's out in the open to that other person. So they know, like they're going to, they're going to be on the trail with them, watching, witnessing, supporting. So that's kind of, that's the structure of it. And within that structure, if I think of like some of the most dramatic and grateful benefits to our life is, Hey, when things, it's just like doing your favorite exercise. When things are good, things are fine. You roll them around. It's when you get overwhelmed. It's when you meet failure. It's when you meet challenge. When those things hit, we would have, we had this framework. You mean like when real life hits, Maurice? You mean like when life, yeah. I was like, just thinking, I was like, oh, you mean like when life happens? Oh, I get it. (laughs) Murphy's law, right? Of life. It's just, you think it might not happen. Well, chances it will. Like it just... That's life, man. You can't expect life to not have the unexpected. And uh, so I can appreciate that. And, and so I, I'd like to hear more. Just the real, uh, this is brief because I know that a lot of people are wondering right now because we're, we're talking a lot about what it is and why it became and also how to implement. And I think what's going to be great is this is the first half of this podcast. And the second half, everybody, you get to, when I, Maurice and I are going to reconnect and record the second half. And so when you're hearing this, it's segue and you get to hear it all in one episode, but this is recorded over a series of a week because I'm doing the assessment and then Maurice is going to take me through it. So you can actually see how this is done, utilized, but then implemented. Yes. And I think it's the implementation part, Maurice, where most of us fall short. Like we love all these assessments. People like to know. Mm-hmm. But it's once now, what are you going to do about it? And that is yes. usually the issue because it's very intimidating, right? The amount of choices we have and things that we can start doing. And I guess you, as someone that's really leveraged this tool and helped so many people also utilize this, what is the best strategy for then implementing? Like to just start doing something intentionally with the information that you get? Because I think that is like the piece that I know my audience is and I struggle with too. I mean, I have the best of intention. I go to a weekend conference. I'm like, well, Rob, this is awesome. Take all these notes. And then I get home on Monday and I'm like, now what? <laughs> I see this being very much probably the same sort of situation that most of us deal with. So I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you and just walk us through this. Cause I know this will be another conversation we have after you give me my assessment. You bet. I wish it was one answer. That would be super <laughs> easy. And the reality is, and it's actually one of the gifts of the tool is this, the strategy is going to depend on the individual and what they're working on. Mm-hmm. And part of what, so when we go through it, we'll be able to demonstrate this live. So sure. first of all, let's say it's a life category, pick a life category. I should say finances right now. Sure. So finances. Yeah. So, for, so first of all, like clarity, Do, are you clear on what you want? Right. So I used to be, clear? I used to be, I just, if you're asking me right now, or is that rhetorical? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> go ahead. Probably more, yeah. 
So if there's clarity, let's, let's assume, yeah. yeah, this is what I want. Okay. Well, are we clear on why you're not there already? Mm. And sometimes it's, well, a matter of, it might be timing and patience and mindset of, right. oh, you're not there yet. And that's okay. But look where you were and look at where you are and look where you're going. Powerful. So Powerful that's clarity. Thank you. Um, then do you have a plan? Do you have a plan to get to where you're going? <laughs> do you know your next step? Just your next step. And if that yes, no, okay, then that goes into a different, right? That's a different strategy. And then there's the emotional kind of mindset one, mm-hmm. which is often found in the active, emotional activation question. But it's okay. So how are you thinking and feeling about your finances right now? And then there's some words there that help people. But if you're like, well, I'm devastated. I just feel hopeless. I'm never going to get there. Okay. Well, do you think that's the fuel that's going to get you there? If you wake up every day feeling hopeless or devastated or feeling like you don't have what others have or what you deserve, that's not the energy that's going to get you there faster. So let's talk about that, right? So that's more of a coaching therapeutic discussion. Okay, well, why do you feel that way? Where did that feeling first begin? What are those ideas based off of? You get that like really rich conversation going and within a session, that might just get changed where it's like, mm. oh, this is the way I'm thinking about it. And now you're putting like better fuel in. And all of a sudden you feel better about it because you're like, oh, this is where I am. I So the strategy depends. And I look at the well-being measures and that kind of thing. Ask a couple of questions or working with somebody. So the strategy depends on where you're at. And what's preventing you from living that fulfilled life or that outcome that isn't there right now. Right. So if I were to break it down into one thing, if I had to, it's at the end of the day, it's commitment. Yeah. Huge. Right. And uh, frequency uh, and consistency. Those are two key metrics or or, or concepts. Like I, I just think about people that want to make health changes. I mean, without frequency and consistency. It's going to be a long journey. (laughs) Like it's not a start, stop, continue. And it can be very demoralizing, right? Like when we start to question like, gosh, I've been doing this for three months. I don't see any results. And it's well, in three months, how much time do you think you've really put yourself under tension? And what I mean by that is, is in a moment to make yourself uncomfortable. Like fitness is not something most people sign up for. Oh, I love fitness. I love working out. It's just, hopefully people get to a place where they start to enjoy it. But often it's a chore, right? To get going. It's that mind over matter situation. Like I need this. It's good for me. I know I'll be better after I've done it. And sure enough, we do. And that becomes sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. However, it is very subjective at times too. Yeah. And I I like how you're, when we go through this for myself, I think it's going to be really useful for everybody listening or watching this right now because it, it it's an example of how do we actually take what we learn with the clarity, but then how do we confidently go forward with it? And I do know that's a big part that all of us struggle with. All of us. I don't know anybody that's immune to this. Like it's, there comes stages in our lives where we're dealing with a lot of pressures. We might feel like things are heavy and taking action just seems what some molehill feels like Everest. <laughs> I can't even imagine going to, for, to base camp right now. It's, I'm just too exhausted. And uh, anyways, I think people get the point. But what are your thoughts on just not so much the implementation now, but specifically this consistency and frequency place? What's your words of advice for people that yeah. once they get this information, 
how do they find that? Like, it's because not everybody's going to have a coach or a mentor. Because I also yeah. recognize you, you sort of have to pay to play with those kind of relationships, yeah. which is fair. Every coach and mentor I've had in my life, there's been some sort of financial commitment made yeah. because people pay attention to what they pay for. They just do. And I value their time and their energy. And, and of course, I have no problem paying for that. But you get out of it what you put into it. And I know yeah. that your tool, because it's how much is it to do the, the test again, the assessment? The assessment's 97 bucks to do the, great. yeah, you're, you're awesome. Yeah. That's such a great deal. For hundred bucks and you get this clarity, but then it's okay. Well now what? And so what's your sort of thoughts on that for those that maybe don't have access to coaches or mentors at this point in time in their life, yet they get the assessment done. What's sort of the guidance for them? I'm so glad you asked that. I was like, because you can never break anything down to one thing. And I said, commitment. Yeah. yeah. And commitment's the external thing. It's the thing that, duh, of course, just do the things. Right. <laughs> and there's the other side. It's like, why don't we do the things that are best for us? Why do we all kind of fall into those deep wells? Mm. And what do we need if we had one tool, whether it was, and, and actually I think it's, we end up paying coaches for it, therapists for, if mm. they're coming from the, the places that I hope they are, the thing that we need, it's compassion. I, I want to use a C word so it goes with commitment and compassion, but really at the, at the base of compassion is love. It's, well, what does that mean? That's fluffy. It's, it's <laughs> at the end of everything, self-love is the most powerful thing. When we're working with coaches, we're working with therapists, people that are, whether it's a fitness coach, what are they doing when they're carrying you on? They're believing in you with confidence and they're loving you. Yeah. So when we approach our self-development, our forgiveness, our moving through challenges, with a lens of, hey, this happened, or this is where I'm at, and I love it. Yes, please, thank you more. That's a ma mantra I love. Yes, please, <laughs> thank you more wherever I am right now. Yeah. I, I love it. I love me. And that can, that's where it can, like, that fear and that judgment is where it's usually, like, we get caught in it. So it's, huh, just love on yourself. If you're going through that on your own, if you're reading the results of anything, if you're looking at any part of your life, mm. yeah, look at it with discernment. And then when you go to kind of look at the what's going on and why, do that through the lens of self-compassion, radical self-compassion. Mm. And if you get stuck there, then get, go get support. If you don't have the funds for a coach, you have people in your life that love you. Whether or not you are uh, in a position to receive it or see it, right? That's another, like the first thing of opening up is to, you know, sometimes asking, being okay to be vulnerable, being okay to go to someone and then deep down, they got your back. Because everyone deserves that type of support. We all need it from time to time. We really yeah, do. And I think just to add to what you're saying is there's also wonderful access to free communities out there. Oh, yes. and but I always do remind as a little caveat to this is just joining a community isn't enough. Yeah. You got to find a community that you feel like you belong to because that sense of belonging is so critical, so critical, at least to, to keep us showing up <laughs> and, and to, to get that uh, <clears throat> unconditional positive support that we're all looking for. But it's also nice to see other people that might be a few steps ahead of us on the journey as well as be able to support those that might be a few steps behind us because it gets us re-engaged and yes. reinvigorated as well as reminds us of how far we've come to. Like I, I even have my 2% collective community as just to, to plug that. It's again, a free community that 
leverages a lot of these conversations and information, tools and resources, and just provides them that access along with the accountability and that group support. Just wasn't trying to guide you down that path, but I just thought you better interject with that question or or statement, because I know that sort of is that next piece for those that are motivated, but maybe just unsure of how do I do this? Because I'm all by myself. No one gets me. Because I also know there's a lot of people that have family. I hear this all the time. What if the people around me aren't very supportive? I'm like, oh, really? Well, why don't you find new friends? Well, it's not friends, it's family. (laughs) Okay, well, fair enough. It's find that community. (laughs) All right. So Maurice, so this is wonderful. We've got this great foundation around the why, the how, the what, who's doing it. I'm going to be doing it. And obviously the when is before we go into the second half of this podcast. So for those that are listening and watching, this is awesome because now you've learned all about this assessment and specifically gotten some really cool, useful strategies, which are very applicable, whether you do the assessment or not. But this next half, stay tuned because we're going to dive in. Maurice is going to help me understand my responses, my assessment, but also specifically help me identify what are some of the instant actions I can start to do to move the needle forward in those two or three areas that I want to see big changes in next year. So, um, And that wraps up our insightful episode of the 2% Solution Podcast, where we've delved into the power, the life inventory assessment. But the journey doesn't end here. You absolutely cannot miss part two, where I'll be reviewing my own life inventory assessment with its creator, Maurice. This episode promises to be a real eye-opener, as we'll get first-hand look at how these principles are applied in real life, offering an unparalleled opportunity to learn and grow. Maurice's insights and expertise make this a must-listen episode, as it will provide practical, real-world applications of the concepts we've discussed. So ensure you're subscribed to the 2% Solution Podcast to catch this next episode, share this journey with friends and loved ones, and let's continue to grow together. Remember, you're not smiling and thriving at least every day. Well, there's room for improvement. So until next time, keep striving for that 2% improvement and see you in the next episode with Maurice.